Phased Out Radio on CJSR 88.5 in Edmonton. I am your host, DJ Acid Wash, and I will be here with you from 3 to 5 p.m. playing all the latest and greatest independent and underground music. So turn it up, keep it locked, and keep it weird with Phased Out. Phased Out.
thought you're the treat One day you're harsh and then you're sweet And that's okay, that's fine with me No woman ever could compete it Best believe it, they can try But I don't want some more
Hey, how's it going? This is Oliver Ackerman from A Place to Bury Strangers, and you're listening to Phased Out. Well, hello there. Welcome to Phased Out on CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton, the champion city. And we are back and rolling another week of the latest and greatest of independent and underground music. I am, of course, your host with the most DJ Acid Wash. Here to acid wash your brains into spectrums of sounds and delights. Thanks for joining me. And uh, I have a really exciting show today. Special show. It's been a little while since I had an interview. And whoa, it's a banger. 
It's a big one. I'd say the biggest artist I've ever ever interviewed. That would be Oliver Ackerman from A Place to Bury Strangers. You may have caught him playing at Purple City. Crushing it, blowing minds. You may know him from his guitar pedal company, Death by Audio, making the craziest sounding pedals out there. So super exciting. Sat down, did an interview, gonna do a feature. That'll be coming in at around 4 p.m. today, halfway through the show. If you're podcasters and you want to fast forward me, but why would you do that? You listen to everything and you enjoy everything equally. Thanks. Lots of new music to get to today, so let's dig into it. Kicking off the set was Gold Star with Up All Night. After that, a very early aughts sounding track by California-based artists. By the way, Philadelphia, Johnny. Strong song is called Strawberry Chainsaw. Remind me, remind me a lot of the Strokes. More of that, Johnny. More of that sound, please. I'll take all of that. After that, we had Spirit Ghost with a track called No Future, and then the elusive producer, artist, film scorer, Bill Baird with Silence in the Sound. Gonna get a little groovy with you. This next one's by Touched. It's called Whistle.
sweet darling Don't even try to sway Love is lost And I must walk away I know I've said it once before But now I feel it more and more I know I've said it once before But now I feel it more and more
Hey, this is Calvin Love, and you're listening to Phased Out on CJSR. Welcome back, and that was a super groovy tune. Bit of change in direction for Gabriel's artist you heard first here on Phased Out. Definitely making waves in the neo soul and R&B scene. I think uh, Gabriel's is definitely one of the coolest new voices out there. Before that, we had the rare instrumental track on Phased Out. You don't really hear many instrumental tracks on the show if you're following the show uh, often. But it was so jazzy and cool. The artist is called Yesan. And off of the Voya record, I played Soul. Yesan, Jason Haberman, Toronto-based. So, cool. Hey, go Canada. One country united under a king. The King of England. <laughs> That's something. Big changes last week. Before that, another fresh voice. Uh, played a track by her last episode. Really digging this artist and doing new things in the soul, neo soul kind of future R&B realm. Name is Daniel Pond. Danielle Ponder. Played a really moody one called Only. The Lonely. Not the Roy Orbison song. If anyone's keeping track. And then we kicked the set off with... Uh, also moody, cool tune. By a group called Touched. Pretty fresh, pretty underground. Off of the record, In Touch, I played Whistle. An exciting show was just announced by our buds, our pals, over at the Aviary, a lovely venue run by lovely individuals that care a lot about the music and art scene in Edmonton, and put in the work and have an awesome venue over there. And they just announced a wicked show uh, that'll be coming up in October, so you got a bit of time, but go get tickets now online before it sells out. And that is uh, Preoccupations and Cindy Lee. If you don't know the story, both of the front people of Preoccupations and Cindy Lee, Calgary-based group, were originally in a group called Women that was highly regarded. People loved that broke up. So they broke off into separate groups, brothers, who had a big fight, physical altercation. Do not condone violence, I'm phased out. On stage to break up women. But since then, forming new bands. And now they're going to be playing a show together at the Aviary, a very small venue for this show. It will sell out. Cindy Lee, very experimental, crazy. And then uh, 
preoccupations. They just dropped a brand new record, and I think it is their best record yet. They're we self-releasing it, so it's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, I'm definitely digging it. They kind of going back to their guitar roots. So, in this next set, I will play some music by both groups, starting with preoccupations off their brand new record arrangements. This is called Advisor. Check it out.
Hi, this is Sam Burton, and you're listening to Phased Out. In the Champ City, Phased Out, you are tuned into, of course, and I'm here every Tuesday from 3 to 5 p.m. on the mighty, mighty CJSR, volunteer-powered, listener-supported radio for the people, by the people, that's you and me, yes. You can find Phased Out here all the time. Every week, I'm always here. I'll never quit you. 3 to 5 p.m., you can find it on 88.5 FM on the radio dial or cjsr.com, streaming live. If you can't catch me live, you can find Phased Out in podcast format on the podcast app on your phone, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Go out there, get it download it like subscribe listen to all 182 episodes you got a lot of catching up to do but thanks for being here i'm on a journey into sound with you every week it's like a cult (laughs) that was my throwback comment to last week if anyone's paying attention it's like a cult where somebody stares at you until you cry 
to understand that comment, look back. Last episode. Also, too, uh, you can find all the track listings on the podcast. So, if you're wondering what you're hearing, that's where you find it. Gotta go and get it. So, I had mentioned earlier in the show that's a really exciting special episode today. Doing my, I would say, largest artist ever interviewed on Phased Out. Huge fan of this guy. He's one of the friendliest people in the music industry. Just uh, You might have caught their show at Purple City when they tore the roof off Starlight Room. The band is none other than a place to bury strangers. They've been around for, I don't know, 20 years? <laughs> Long time. They've been around for a while. And, uh... You know, I guess I could find out exactly how long they've been around. Let's 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 look back into it. I mean, with with official releases, you know, Place to Bury Strangers' first record came out in. Let's see here, folks. When did it come out? My stalling. Is this what the sound of stalling is? Stalling on the on on live radio. Is that what I'm doing? I possibly... Oh, God, come on. Where are we? Where's the first record? 2007. Self-titled. So there you go. They've been around for a while. Anyways, I digress. The interview is with Oliver Ackerman from Place to Bury Strangers, and he also has a really cool, uh, I guess, just effects pedal company called Death by Audio and also used to run a really cool uh, space in uh, Brooklyn a venue, an art space an art collective called also called Death by Audio and if you ever want to learn more about that check out a documentary called Goodnight Brooklyn we screened it at Purple City uh, excellent, it tells you all about that but yeah, really excited. Oliver's awesome, and it was great to pick his brain about the band and all that. So, without further ado, here is my interview with Oliver Ackerman from A Place to Bury Strangers. So, I would like to introduce Oliver Ackerman from A Place to Bury Strangers and Death by Audio uh, Pedal Company. So, welcome to Phased Out, Oliver. Hey, how's it going? Thanks so much for having me. Uh, going great. Uh, we're still uh, feeling the effects of your performance at Purple City uh, a few weekends ago, and uh, that was there great. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think just to start, uh, like, you know, where are you originally from, and uh, how did A Place to Bury Strangers as a project start? Um, I'm from uh, Virginia, Fredericksburg, Virginia. And so that's where I grew up. And then I moved to New York in like 2001 or something. And then shortly thereafter, um, I almost played in like a couple other bands at the time. I mean, I did even play in a bunch of other bands, but uh, met some guys who wanted to start a band and they were looking for a drummer. And I was like, I'll play drums in your band. And. <laughs> Then we did that, and that I, I'm not that good of a drummer, so they were like, "You should play guitar instead." 
and so uh um and then i kind of at some point like sort of took over that band and it sort of became a place to bury strangers but um yeah it was uh that like the drummer at the time he was reading like like a lot of alistair crowley stories and stuff and that's where the name comes from like an alistair crowley story and yeah the bass player put it on the first flyer and then that just kind of became our name and started the whole thing yeah now you're stuck with it you're just, stuck just with it spooky, yeah exactly spooky goth band. <laughs> i know i get to answer to all border agents you know or, or like inquiring moms you know uh, what your band name is it's always nice <laughs> um so when uh i guess in the early years what really like inspired the sound of the band uh it's just i guess it's like something that i kind of like even from the very first time i started playing guitar what i really sort of like fell in love with which was the sort of crazy sounds that you can make without sort of even knowing how to play guitar (laughs) and like all of that kind of um the like the, the sound of just when you like punch a guitar or feedback or these kind of crazy things uh, all sort of combined and turned into music and so it's like blending the different kinds of noise and sort of kind of the classic songs that sort of 50s and 60s pop and stuff that you kind of grew up with at least like that's sort of like maybe the root of those things you know definitely like along the way like you know fell in love with like punk music and i used to live in um in between virginia and new york like providence rhode island i went to school there and there was like this really big noise scene and so would always go see all these really insane noise acts and so you kind of like find appreciation for like uh you know i don't know noise being just jazz or something or whatever just like the excitement of someone throwing a slinky on the ground or (laughs) beating on a car with a baseball bat or something and so uh yeah all of those kind of things you know i guess just and then also like we used to have a venue in our house in uh in williamsburg new york and we had tons of shows there and so all of that like seeing tons of shows being on tour seeing tons of bands all sort of as time goes on, like shapes everything that you're going to do and what sort of excites you and trying to push things sort of further and then sort of bringing some of those kind of ideas that maybe I thought was cool that some other bands were doing and sort of however that can kind of like relate or the like really bad, you know, telephone game version of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely, uh, you know, here buried within the noise and the the all-out like assault, there's definitely pop songs in there uh, and melody in there, which is I've always found super unique about the band being, you know, I'm personally not a huge fan of, like, I don't listen to much noise music. I've definitely walked into some noise shows and been like, oh, my God, this is, I, what? what is this? This is not for me. I just walked straight out of it. Uh, um, but, you know, your your kind of chaotic energy and then with the still this melody underneath it, I just find very, you know, it's very captivating and unique to you with, with the, the place of very stranger sound. So yeah, I can definitely hear that, that influence in there. Cause there's definitely melodies there, but then there's just pure chaos at times. And then, you know, and then, you know, you see the show 
and then you like you really get it. now part two of my interview with Oliver Ackerman from A Place to Bury Strangers and Death by Audio Pedals. What inspired you to start uh, building pedals and getting into that world? Um, so I used to have like this um, 
uh, you know, like a warehouse in Virginia. And it was like, we built like this recording studio and I was working on recording this album. And I mean, I've kind of been a little bit interested in this. Like once you kind of get some gear and you're curious, sort of just like, how does this work? And so it was like a little bit of like taking apart a guitar and you have this great idea that you're going to like wire this wire to this wire and all of a sudden you're going to get some magical sound and you know you get disappointed with that as many times as you want <laughs> and <laughs> and then um you know so kind of started sort of figuring that stuff out while we were doing like recordings would just be like experimenting with every single possible thing that we possibly could you know like what happens if you run the outputs of the mixer into the inputs of the mixer and do this and that and um you know it's just one of those kind of levels of experimentation is like taking apart the gear and opening up the hood and then you know maybe like circuit bending some things connecting some things together and getting some crazy noises and then trying to figure out and understand you know why all of these things sort of did this sort of stuff it seemed to me once i had you know whatever it was like some you know rack units and a couple random effects pedals and some amps with different effects on them that it was sort of like well that's all the effects there are like what the heck's going on here there's got to be more stuff <laughs> than this or something out there uh, so um yeah just was like i would like read a lot of books and technical books and thought maybe this knowledge would um, somehow translate to something useful there would even used to be like technical libraries and stuff i would sometimes seek out and read books about electronics and have no clue what the heck was going on in the book but um seemed to you know be little bits of knowledge that you kind of hang on to and then i would be had i don't know tons of time to was just like experimenting with stuff you know in my free time rather than doing a lot of other stuff like um you know we would just mess around with circuits and now i get to do that so much as well and even with a bunch of other people who are constantly messing around with circuits so it's uh you know it's kind of i guess to still always be searching for better and cooler sounds that are interesting to use to create music and if these kind of sounds can also aid some other people to create some interesting music then i feel like that's uh kind of a, a pretty powerful thing yeah no i think um you know the the pedals and the sounds are definitely so signature and so different from everything else like i when i first kind of uh heard some and messed around with them i was like oh this is different this is a different distortion for sure and uh <laughs> and, and uh you know like to like i just kind of try to trace where that sound comes back from you know because i know like i kind of hear it this kind of white noisy fuzz that's very chaotic kind of sounding and shrill you know i kind of heard it with like jesus and mary chain and i hear it with like ravenettes and you know it's like what is what is that what's doing that like i don't that's not a fuzz you know it's like because you know like the stoner rock fuzz which is like not that sound so yeah, I'm always trying to trace back, like, what is that exactly making that tone? Because it just, it definitely, it sounds chaotic. It doesn't really sound like distortion. It just sounds, you know, harsh noise, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, all those things, it's like, if you were to break them down, they're all kind of different things. It's like that Ravenette sound is like a tuned down guitar with like, you know, some sort of octave fuzz or something. And that kind of gives you that really sort of messed up sound. 
the Jesus and Mary Chain is a similar kind of octave fuzz. You know, huh. all of those sounds, it's got like a really scooped equalization kind of thing. So it just sounds, you're like missing the like body of the guitar or something. So it just kind of sounds sort of crazy and alien like. Shrill or whatever. Yeah. Like this, yeah, like, you're just getting that I, high, like the high, high. Totally. Like, that super high end stuff. It's like, it's crazy. It's all buzzy and yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's a glass breaking or a chainsaw or something. And, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Huh. Interesting. Yeah.
interview with Oliver Ackerman from A Place to Bury Strangers. With with your band, uh, like, I noticed it's like, really it is you, and then just kind of, it seems to be a bit of a rotating cast at times of different people, and is that just kind of, you know, I guess just you take breaks and then you come back and people are doing different things, is that just how it generally happens, or? Uh, maybe I, I wear people down or something. <laughs> Sure. Oh, maybe exactly. it's maybe it's hard to be in. I guess the band's so loud and crazy. It's probably a little bit like. <laughs> I would. Hard, I'm sure that's why some people left. Hard to do it for. Yeah, I mean the drummer in your current band is like. Uh, I yeah. can't remember her name, but. Um, Sandra. Yeah, she's just ripping so hard. Like that's such an <laughs> extreme workout. You know, I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. my god, this is like this would be hard to do a lot of. You know, you'd have to be very fit. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the poor drummers, I still try to <laughs> play drums for like 45 minutes straight and the same kind of thing. It's so hard, you know, so that's definitely tough. Um, yeah. I mean, different people, they live left for different reasons and stuff. And I think it's always just kind of been since it's sort of my vision for this band. It's like as people move on and go do different other things, that's just kind of the natural progression of things, you know, so people start families you know people form their own bands or go on to do other things it's um the band's been around for a really long time it's kind of it's kind of crazy so um you know i don't know if it's even healthy for people to be in a band for more than like five or six years or something yeah i mean it's it's cool it's got it it has its uh its niche and uh I feel sure. like that it has a, a a place that it can just exist in its own little sphere, regardless of what's going on. You know, like a place sure. to bury strangers album is always you know a bit different and progressing in different ways, but it just has that blanket kind of sound to it, where it is like you know a timeless in a way. It's just like oh, this is this sound, and it was this sound like you know twenty years ago too. <laughs> You know, and it's like things were really way different back then. Like back then it was very like things were like more driving. Now everything's very like dreamy, like, you know, jazzy. And it's like, well, it's still this. So sure, (laughs) keep on doing this thing. 
yeah, I feel like, you know, I don't know, part of me had that kind of thought of like, you know, since it's just been a lot, pretty much because of necessity for the most part, at least in the beginning, where we like had to be the ones to record our own music, you know, and it just seemed like that just is a more pure form of art in a way when like you're actually in control of sort of like creating this thing from the start to the finish rather than some kind of like uh you know i don't know you pay some producer to come in for like a week and like you know change the whole thing around or something like that's really cool and i understand why i think a lot of people do that but um from sort of like uh i don't know a, a lot of these projects it's kind of neat to see like what people do on their own and stuff and um i guess that's just sort of been what a place to bury strangers done almost all the time yeah do you do when when it comes to recording do you generally just kind of lock yourself up and just do all of the all of the different um just all the different instruments alone and then and then kind of bring it to a band later or uh it's really all of the above i mean we don't there's no real kind of set situation it's like if people are wanting to like record stuff and put stuff down then i mean i'm I'm game you know I, i like to just like work as much as i can all the time but since i'm kind of involved in a lot of different things or there's lots of different stuff kind of going around and going on in the city you know you just kind of let it sort of naturally happen and um you know if uh you know it's so sometimes it's in the middle of the night you know playing for 10 hours or something like that while everybody's asleep or sometimes we're like all as a band writing some songs together and doing some different things cool um what uh what's kind of uh in the plans for the the future of the band just uh i know you just dropped some info that you're doing a uh 10 year anniversary no uh, it's a 13 year anniversary of our second album so uh, that has yeah. come out <laughs> um uh yeah that that's coming out it's getting um reissued by mute bmg um and mute was the label that put out the record in the first place and so that they did like a deluxe edition and stuff. We might do another random anniversary record or something. I think we have a remix record coming out from the album that came out this year as well, See Through You. That's, I think, coming out next year. I think there's like a Levitation record coming out, like live and at Levitation. Uh, but And then we've started kind of recording either what's going to be an album or like maybe a few different EPs that'll probably come out next year cool so kind of seeing how it's sort of like the first stuff that we're sort of all writing together as a band and or a lot john and i and uh and so i don't know i think that it'll it'll be like progressing a lot and going through a lot of different kind of changes and stages so i think it might be cool to um have it be like a few different eps and i've got some sort of insane ideas of how to make some silly records and we'll see if we do any of those if we're bold enough to do some of that stuff there you go awesome (laughs) well i mean i i you know i i I definitely definitely uh an inspiring band for what you've done and and with the pedal company everything the ultra creative so um you know definitely wish you all the best in the future for everything you got going on on at the uh, A Place to Bury Strangers camp and in the uh, Death by Audio realm. I'm always interested to see the pedals that you're coming up with. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, definitely.
yeah i mean uh in, since even you know with the pandemic man we designed a lot of pedals so i'm excited for the things to come out in the future got some cool uh stuff around the corner okay well thanks so much for your time and we will talk to you again soon awesome thanks ryan okay thanks so much man
Hey, my name is Elias, playing the band Ice Age, and you're listening to Faced Out on CJSR 88.5. And I'm back. I'd like to thank Oliver from A Place to Bury Strangers for taking some time out to do an interview and just be an awesome person. He's a great person to talk to. Uh, I remember meeting him briefly at Levitation at a show. uh, Not Levitation, uh, Desert Days on a pre-party show. And he was walking by and we're like, Hey, Oliver, we bought a pedal or whatever. Good show, and he stopped and chatted with us, and he was very, very friendly. And I was like, this guy's awesome. So, you know, that first impression, I always thought, wow, what a personable um, guy. So I'm going to book him for a music festival one day. And it happened. And now we're doing interviews together. So, yeah, great to hear from him. In that last uh, interview segment of the show, I played three tracks from A Place of Barry Strangers, a brand new one that is a remaster. It's called Take It All. Just came out. It's from uh, some older material by A Place to Bury Strangers. I p- also played a, a deep cut off of the 2012 album Worship. I played Dissolved, which is just a, a really moody, cool tune that just evolves. And then that last track was uh, one of A Place to Bury Strangers' biggest tracks, and it was originally on the exploding head album uh it's called keep slipping away and uh yeah that came out in 2009 that was a a also a reissue um remaster and a radio edit there but just uh tons of great tunes such cool music and such innovative uh uh uh, just an innovator in in the gear world and the and the musical realm so yeah now time to keep moving on here's a uh, first on phased out we're going to keep this energy going this is an artist called cutouts and this track's called narcs check it out
And that one was by Frankie Cosmos, Aftershock. Before that, we had a brand new one from Hot Chip, Indie Legends with Broken. Previous to that, an awesome new track, electronic music from Royksop, brand new called The Night. Clocking in before that was PBA and Bad Dad, and we kicked the set off with cutouts. Bit of a long set, but that's how we are going to kind of finish up the show today. So thank you for joining me on Phased Out. Another shout out and thank you to Oliver Ackerman from Place to Bury Strangers for taking time to do the interview. Awesome guy. All the best of luck. And, you know, if you dig what you hear today, you can always find Phased Out on, well, live on the air, 3 to 5 p.m. every Tuesday on CJSR 88.5 FM on your radio dial or streaming CJSR across the globe live but you can also find Phased Out in the track listings in a podcast format. Search Phased Out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Of course, I'll be back next week. But, um, you know, thank you for joining me and, uh, and supporting Phased Out. So until next week, folks, keep those radio dials locked to CJSR.